Hi, everybody. My name is Rafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Translating into your second language. Five years ago, I wrote an article in Portuguese for Ponte de Letras, a collective blog created by four translators I admire who translate books in Brazil. The subject they wanted me to write about was something that many people still consider a mortal sin in translation, translating into your second language. According to the urban legend, a translator can only translate into their native language, the one they've been speaking since they were born. However, when it comes to language knowledge and fluency, there's no black and white. There's a big gray area. And as I mentioned in episode 7, Abilities and Limitations, you must always be true to yourself and to your clients and never take on a project that requires more than what you can actually perform at a professional level. Having said that, here's the English version of that article I wrote five years ago. And I would love to hear from you about the subject. So these are my thoughts on the subject of translating into English, my second language, right after this. Before we continue, I wanted to tell you a bit about Audio Converter Pro. It comes in handy when I receive audio files from clients who need transcription services. Sometimes they may send me an audio in an odd format, so I can convert it to MP3 and load it to my transcription software to get things going. And because I also do voiceovers, I can use it to edit audio and convert clips according to the client specifications. Especially when converting audio files in batch because a client forgot to tell me beforehand that they needed it in WAV instead of MP3, for example. So I can select all the clips and boom, convert it, done. If you'd like to give Audio Converter Pro a try, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash tc-ac. It's easy to remember. TC is for Translation Confessional and AC is for Audio Converter. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash tc-ac. Hope you like it. It is clear for everyone to see. Translators translate from a foreign language into their native language. However, there's always an exception for every rule. I was born in Brazil and grew up and went to school there for the first 22 years of my life. Then, I moved away. I could already bring English and Spanish to the table when I moved here, since I had been working as a translator for at least five years by then although I was only translating into my mother tongue at the time. The change of address also triggered a change in demand. 
There are few people worldwide who make a decision to learn Portuguese. And those who do usually have a pretty good reason. Personal, most likely a Brazilian spouse, or professional, working for a company that has commercial ties with Brazil. And among these very few individuals, the amount of English speakers who end up going into translation is even smaller. That is why, unfortunately, we see a lack of foreigners translating from Portuguese to English. As a Brazilian who immigrated to California, I started to receive requests for translations from Portuguese to English. At first, these were personal or business documents. There were many diplomas and school transcripts from Brazilians who wished to continue their studies in the United States. There were many business communications and brochures from Brazilian companies who wished to do business with American companies. In both cases, these translations can be done fairly easily, especially with the help of the internet. When I started translating back in 1997, Google still didn't exist, and it would only take flight in Brazil during the turn of the century. Nowadays, it's easy to research the curriculum of several universities to learn more about the classes they offer and, consequently, be in a better position to compare the subjects studied by Brazilians and those taken by foreign students in the same area of interest. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And when it comes to corporate communications, many translations from Portuguese to English can be done almost with your eyes closed. Considering the amount of English jargon and style that is either capped or adapted into Portuguese the segment. But what about book translations? In 2010, I started to diversify my portfolio because literary translation is what had first attracted me to this industry. That was when I created a project dedicated to translating Brazilian short stories into English. And what a pleasure it was to coordinate contemporary Brazilian short stories for five years. And what a great way to exercise my creativity after it had been pushed to the far corners of my mind. And what about the challenge? The, the challenge was even bigger. What can you do when you come across a diversity of voices, styles, and slangs that exist in a country with continental dimensions like Brazil? The strategy I followed was to research equivalent expressions exhaustively, always trying to get as close as possible to what had been said by the author. That certain Brazilian flavor may get lost sometimes, but the feelings and emotions experienced by readers is somehow conveyed in English. In addition to these short stories, I also started translating several books by Brazilian authors who wished to have their work available in English. These translations, while equally rewarding, are way more intense. Books take months until they're finally ready to go. And when you're translating into your second language, no matter how fluent you are, you are always prone to having more questions than you would in your mother tongue, that language that provides you that gut feeling deep down that tells you, this is right. 
but that's not so good. This reads very naturally. Now this looks like translationese. Prepositions. These are the true villains when you translate into English. These short little words can be a huge pain in the neck. In, on, at, out, off, up, away. Use the wrong preposition and you change the entire meaning of a sentence. Instead of putting out the fire of desire, you could actually put off the reader. And if you no longer have the reader's attention, you're doing a disservice to the author who hunched over their manuscript for months or years, trying to find just the right word. Well, that is true of translations in any language, though, whether you're translating into your first or second language. And what happens when you hit a roadblock? That's when you have to be resourceful and grab a native to help you in your translation cause. I turn to my husband and ask, how would you say XYZ in English? I send out a text to a friend writing a sentence and leaving a space in the middle of it so that she can fill in the blank with a verb or preposition she would use if she were writing it in English, her native language. We try things out, we make things up, and learn something new. And this kind of learning doesn't always come on demand. It's not about opening a book, sitting down and studying. Sometimes you're watching a movie, a TV show, or listening to the radio in the car, and then it clicks. It's a constant exercise in capturing an instant in that language to preserve it in your mind, just in case you might need it later. Book translations are made of sensations. Imagination, colors, flavors, and smells. When you catch one of these sensations just like that while it's hanging up in the air, you must cherish it and incorporate it so that one day, whether it's a distant or near future, you can make it fit like a glove in one of your translations to trigger that same sensation you've experienced in the language you started learning from the time you heard the first sound from the outside world. After all, in order to translate into your second language, you must live in it with both feet on the ground, but with your heart back in your homeland. Always. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.